the real reason was that Sally was tired of not having any friends. There were some people at school that talked to her just a little bit here and there in class, but that was it, really. Sally longed for a good friend, a best friend. The chair started to talk to her. What's wrong? said the chair. Sally sat upright. She looked around. There was no one in the office. There was a secretary over in the far corner, typing away as if she was typing some kind of letter for the principal or something. She stared at the lady and watched and listened. The chair spoke again. What's wrong? Why are you so sad? It definitely wasn't the lady that was talking. Her lips didn't move. She wasn't looking at Sally or anything and she was too far away and the voice that she heard was close. It was quite loud. And it also sounded like a man's voice. It didn't sound like a woman's voice. She heard it again. Talk to me. Tell me all about it. What's so wrong? Why are you so glum? So unhappy? Tell the chair. Maybe I can help. Sally froze. And then she stood up really quickly. She looked under the chair. She looked behind the chair. She looked on either side of the chair. She examined the chair. It was just a chair. Yet... She could hear the chair talking. She very hesitantly sat slowly back down on the chair. The voice came back. Don't be afraid. I promise I'm a friend. I can help. You wouldn't think it with me just being a chair. But I'm a very wise chair. You tell me what's wrong. Tell me all about it, Sally. All of a sudden, Sally felt this warm glow inside of her heart and she felt as if the chair was giving her a hug, literally. She felt comfortable and safe and all of her surprise and fear and everything just disappeared. All of a sudden, it was like she was closing her eyes and just listening and relaxing and allowing the chair to be there for her. Tell me all about your problems, Sally. I'm here to help, said the chair. Sally started to speak, but she didn't say anything out loud. She just spoke inside of her head. She was afraid that if she talked out loud that Maybe the secretary would hear or somebody walking by would notice and think she was crazy or something. So she spoke internally. She said to the chair, I want new friends. I want friends, best friends, friends that care about me. The chair said, hmm, I see. That old chestnut. That's a problem lots and lots of people 
who sat on me have shared. You would be surprised, said the chair. How many, just how many people feel like they don't have good friends? Tell me more, Sally. What would you want your good friend to look like? Be like? Ooh, thought Sally. Well, first, I'd want my friends to be funny so that we could laugh and have jokes and smile and have fun and do things funny all the time. I'd want my friend or friends to be loyal where we take care of each other and support each other and are true to each other and we don't lie and keep secrets. I've had too many friends that have lied and keep secrets. That's not nice, said Sally. Mm, I'd also want my friend to be able to listen when I need to talk or share my problems just like I would be there for them to listen, to help them when they're in need of something or they just need a friend to listen to them. I'd want my friend to have things in common where we could go and play and do the same things and like the same music. Maybe we could travel together and hike together and just hang out together. We could go shopping together. I'd also like my friend to be athletic. I like to be active. I'd like a friend that likes to be active and outdoors and in nature. That's important. I wouldn't want a lazy friend, said Sally. Sally went on and on and on in her mind. And by the time her mum come to pick her up for the dentist appointment, it was very clear to her exactly what she wanted in a friend. It was like talking to the chair, the magical chair, who mostly just listened, helped her to sort out all of exactly what it was that she required. And because she was more clear, she knew what she was looking for. Sally left the chair, left the school, feeling much better about the prospects of getting a friend that was just right for her. Tom sat down on the chair. Tom was the tallest boy in school. He was waiting to talk to the principal. He had an appointment. He needed to talk to the principal because he wasn't doing well in school. Tom was angry a lot. The chair spoke to him. Tom? Tom, tell me all about your problems. Tom had a very similar reaction to Sally. He quickly jumped up and looked around as at this point there was absolutely no one who could have possibly said it? Not even a secretary. The chair said, Tom, it's me. The chair, it's me talking to you. I'm a magical chair. 
I'm here to help. Trust me. Sit back down. Tell me all about what's going on. Tom just sat back down. Well, he said, I really don't like being tall. And everyone makes fun of me because I'm so tall. And it gets me really angry. And then I just want to get out of school, not even come to school, or maybe just leave halfway through the day and not stay in school, which is why I'm in trouble, said Tom. Far too many times do I just walk out of this place and then I get in trouble. That's what I have to see the principal about. But no one seems to understand what it's like to be tall, the tallest person in school. It's horrible, he said. Look how tall I am. No one's supposed to be this tall at this age. I'm 12 and I'm already six foot two. That's tall. Tom was getting angry even just thinking about it. The chair said, well, doesn't have to be a bad thing. What if being tall meant that you had opportunities that other people didn't? Tom said, what do you mean? The chair said, well, do you like sports? Tom said, I love sports. I really like basketball. Exactly, said the chair. I was just thinking how amazing you would be to have on a team and play basketball with. Maybe, just maybe, you should focus all of your attention and all of your anger and frustration and everything else into something positive. Maybe you should play basketball more seriously. Maybe you should think about getting on a team outside of school. Maybe potentially becoming a professional basketball player, said the chair. Hmm, said Tom. Tom got a tingly feeling in his tummy and butterflies in his chest. He was excited about this idea. This idea would mean he could actually make something positive from his situation. This idea would mean that he didn't really have to focus on people making fun of him at school or being the tallest boy or feeling so different. This idea meant he was actually awesome because he was tall. Totally changed things around. When Tom went in to see the principal, he told him that he was going to change his ways and he was going to direct his energy and put his focus into his basketball and play more seriously. The principal thought it was an excellent idea and he also suggested outside of school activities and teams that he could join and be with and play with and potentially make something of his size. That day, Diego also talked to the chair. Diego was having issues with his mum and dad arguing all the time. The chair really helped him. And then the, the chair also helped a little girl called Fran. Fran was being bullied by her older sister. And the chair gave her some wonderful advice on what to do there. Who would have thought a simple wooden chair 
sat outside a principal's office could be so magical. What would you tell a chair like that? How could the chair help you, I wonder? Think about it. Imagine that you're sat on the chair right now and you feel safe and warm and comfortable. You feel like you could tell the chair anything and you don't have to say it out loud. You can say it in your mind. And when you talk to the chair, just sit. Sit quiet and listen. And listen. And listen. Wait for the chair to give you advice. Or say something. I bet you it does. Keep your mind open. Use your imagination. And allow yourself to just... Pretend that you're sat on a magical chair that's going to help you with one of your problems right now. 